If you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, you found the right podcast. We'll help you choose to be more positive, live more passionately, and be present in the moment. Welcome to the Passion by Choice podcast with your hosts, Dave and Denise. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Dave Kruger here with Denise, as always, on our Passion by Choice podcast with a little bit of a special episode. So let me set the stage for you a little bit. We are upstairs where we record podcasts. We both have a mimosa and we are sitting down and Denise is looking at me and uh, not very pleasantly because she hates to be surprised with things like this because I did not even tell her that we would be recording a podcast. I told her, come upstairs, sit down. And I hit the record button, and she's not horribly happy with me right now, which is understandable. So I'm going to start out this podcast with a quick story. So way, 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 way back in 1998, uh, Denise and I were both going to high school in Carson City, Nevada. Uh, I was a sports guy, uh, played football, played track. I was uh, very successful at both, Um, but... I was always very embarrassed to talk about my skills at the sports, so I handled compliments extremely poorly to the point where I just really wouldn't say anything when people would say good job or whatever, and it kind of had the tendency sometimes to come off as being stuck up, and it was anything but. I was just shy about it, didn't know how to handle the compliments. Denise was a cheerleader, had been a cheerleader uh, for her whole time in high school, Um, and she was, (laughs) she was just one of the very stereotypical, just hot cheerleaders. Um, our cheerleader squad, I think at, at our school was a little bit different in that the girls were actually really, really cool, smart girls, um, really pretty squad. And Denise was, was, I thought the top of that, uh, so much so that Denise and I kind of hung out in the same circles. And she was always kind of one of those unobtainable, just hot cheerleader girls that would never go for, you know, some weird sports dude like me. I uh, just didn't have the most self-esteem. So fast forward a little bit to October 26, 2000, or 1998, so 25 years ago today. And Denise walks up to me, and I'm at uh, our lunch table with all the other football guys and everything. And she comes up, and we'd, we'd kind of hung out before, and again, I thought she was hot, but it stopped there. And she came up to me and she tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and, Hey, there's a hot cheerleader. Sweet. And she goes, Hey, I think I may have some feelings for you. Can we go somewhere and talk about it? 25 years ago, 25 years ago. And if she didn't have the proverbial balls to do that, we wouldn't be sitting where we are today because I certainly did not have them. Um, and I tell you what, when you look at your life and you look back at, at life changing moments, hands down, the best thing that ever happened to me in my life was her getting up the gumption to come and tap me on my shoulder. So I wanted to spring this podcast on her because we have been together for 25 years today, uh, married for 20 years. And I would like to talk a little bit about relationships and about what makes things work, what doesn't make things work, what you have to make sure that you focus on or not focus on, and what has worked for us. At the end of the day, I don't really care if a single person listens to this episode. I wanted to do it because it's important to me and she's the most important thing to me. And I want to give a chance to, if anyone does listen to this, maybe they'll gain a little bit of insight on how to have a successful relationship. And here's a teaser. It always takes work. So there you go. (laughs) That's true. 
Hey, everyone. Um, it is true. He surprised me, drug me upstairs with my mimosa in hand, and I thought, what, what are we doing? That's the key. Mimosas make uh-huh. everything better. Yeah. He hopes so anyway, so I, I don't know. kill him after this. But, you know, he's, he's the type of guy that just can go off the cuff, spur of the moment, one take on all of his stuff and just it it comes out eloquently and 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 damn near perfect and i need a little more um thought towards it but in all fairness uh this topic i can probably speak about um to somebody all day long and i think that uh, first of all dave thank you and i love you, love you and you are the most important thing to me as well, other than our son, Kellen, which I think is just so cool that we we made him and, and uh, he's he's us. So that's that's awesome. But um, I would say there are three things, and that is always putting each other as a top priority. And we can dive more into that. Number two would be communication, um, being vulnerable, transparent with one another and honest in that communication. Um, and, and making time for each other and, and allowing yourselves to be best friends in life and not only, uh, partners and lovers. So those would be my top three things that would lead to a successful relationship. Yeah. I love those. And you know, what works for us won't necessarily work for everyone, right? Everyone is very, very different. Um, with us, I'm going to hit the last one that you said about being best friends. So it's interesting to me because so many of my friends, you know, they want to go out and they want to, hey, let's do a boys trip to Vegas. Hey, let's go do stuff like that. And it's always important to make sure you have your friends and you do stuff with your friends, right? Yeah. That being said, it's funny because how I look at our relationship I have more fun in Vegas with you than I could ever have with a group of guys. <laughs> and a hundred out of a hundred days, I would rather go anywhere with you versus a group of friends. I think it's always healthy to, to hang out with your friends and stuff like that, but we just have fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like we're, we're almost the same person, which can work against us sometimes too. Right. 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 But it's like, we like the same things. We enjoy the, the same things. We vacation the same way. It's just, it's fun. And I want to hang out with you. Not because you're my wife, but because you're my friend. And it's just, it's enjoyable, you know? We've built that foundation where I think, you know, we look at each other pretty regularly and and say, you know, there's not another person that I could spend the amount of time with uh, other than you. You know, you, you love getting visits from family and friends, but those those visits can become long and you're ready to get back to your normal life and right. and have them go on their way um so we have something special there for mm-hmm. sure and i think it's because we've always put each other first um but also like you said continue to keep in check the importance of having other aspects in life that you friends and and other things hobbies that you do without your spouse just right. to you know maintain that um that love for your significant other. Right. Uh, So again, not rehearsing this and going off the cuff. Is our relationship perfect? No. Hell no. No. And 20 years, you know, it's 20 years of marriage, 25 years together. There have been, right, ups and downs and um, times where we've had to really talk through some things and and had some challenges and... um, yeah, but but we've persevered and we've come out better for it. 
Um, and that comes down to that communication piece, I think. Yeah. Your partner doesn't know what they don't know. So if you don't tell them that something is bothering you or uh, you just can't let things fester until it overflows and, and it's to a point of no return and right. too late. Right. You have to communicate. That's so true. And, you know, it's one of those things that just takes work. It is something that you you have to you have to make sure that you work at that you consistently are assessing how your relationship is and what is needed and what is working and what is not working and i'm really really speaking to any of the guys out there right now when i say this you know denise said you have to be vulnerable and it's true. I mean, you really do. Having the the machismo attitude of nothing is wrong, and uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not emotional. I'm not perfect. Uh, here's the thing: we all have things that we can work on. No relationship is ever perfect, and everything good takes work, and that includes relationships. So it's one of those things that you really just have to continually assess your relationship and your partner, because also in 20 and 25 years, people change and you want to be able to change with that person. So you're with them for the rest of your life. And sometimes assessing and talking about those changes is work too. Um, you know, here's a, here's a great example. So if people aren't open to communication and open to changing things, relationships simply won't work. So if you find yourself in a position where, you know, your spouse is very important to you and things are rocky, consider seeing a specialist on it. Consider seeing a marriage counselor. You know, if if you guys can't work through it on your own, there's nothing wrong with seeing a marriage counselor. There's nothing wrong with getting outside opinions or help on it if the goal is to strengthen what you have right now. Well, yeah. And with that being said, I don't even think that uh – I don't even think that a um, a couple should wait until there is, you know, that turmoil to necessarily seek an outside third party help. Um, like one of our main goals with this podcast is just to promote self growth and betterment, right? And oneself, while you're always looking, or you should always be looking to increase the strength of your marriage and, right. and better your your marriage and your relationship as well. And that can be one of those main pillars to help do that. Right. By the way, I am completely out of breath because this is real life. I'm trying not to laugh. This is what Dave gets <laughs> for saying like, hey, come on up because we have a, a Boston Terrier that has epilepsy. So he gets his pills wrapped in cheese twice a day. Well, my pills with the cheese alarm was going off on my phone. You may have heard it in the background. I run downstairs. Well, we have a Boston Terrier puppy. She has taken a shit on the floor. So <laughs> it's real life people, right? So I'm oh, picking up boy. the poop before it's, you know, trampled through by by the massive dogs and turning off the alarm and, <laughs> well, there you go. and get up here out of breath. Right, so right. there you go. But it's good to laugh. Laughter yeah. is key too. Yeah. Uh, so always laugh yep. and find those moments. So here's a couple of keys for me. So uh, you just said it, laughter. I think you have to you have to be able to enjoy the other person, laugh with them. Stop freaking taking life so seriously. Relax. Yeah. We all get one. We all get one go at this. So enjoy it. Don't be so serious. Have a good time. Laugh. As our 16-year-old son would say, facts. Facts. Those right. are facts. No cap. No cap. <laughs> um, make sure that the communication is always present. Um, don't walk away from each other during arguments. Don't go to bed mad. 
Uh, have a good sex life. That's important in marriage. Have a spicy sex life. Um, make sure that you're always assessing the other person's needs. And you know what? It was so interesting. I took this, no, we took this test. The, what is it? The five, oh, love, the five languages. love languages. Yeah. Okay. So this is crazy. So I'm kind of surprised we took that as late know, as we did right? into our relationship. So Denise and Kellen, um, watch Love Island together. And if you know what that is, you know that that is like the <laughs> pinnacle TV. of trash TV. Okay. <laughs> but they were talking about the five love languages. I try to stay the hell away from that show, but every now and then I'll get sucked in because it's entertaining. Um, and they were talking about these love languages. I'm like, what the hell is that? Well, we both took the test. And what I found was fascinating is it gave me truly a glimpse into what fulfills Denise's needs and what she likes more than more than I knew in in 24 and a half years because we took this six months ago Denise took the test she totally thought I was one thing and pretty much only one thing and she realized that I'm something else as well yeah and and that's because Dave's evolved as well right I mean words of affirmation were strong for you well as Dave alluded to which was so true back in high school and for many 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 years majority of our years together, he hasn't loved compliments. He oh, yeah. does not know how to receive them. He does not know what to say. So so therefore, I kind of shut off after trying to give him compliment after compliment because I could tell it made him uncomfortable. He didn't receive them well. And so what did I do? I didn't give him very many, right? But here we yep. are. Then you fast forward 20 years yep. and I take the test and she's like, what? Yep. You like words of affirmation? Yep, yeah, a lot. Good to know, right? Yeah, right. So that that's just proof that things always evolve. So yeah. at any rate, we are going long here on the po- uh, podcast. But again, I already said I don't really care if anyone even listens to this one because this is kind of for us thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you can think of, of, of tips for people? Uh, when you have kids, this goes to, you know, making your spouse a priority and making time for each other. But I know that life gets busy. I know it gets crazy. Hell, we have just one 16-year-old. I can't imagine the couples out there with more than one kid, especially when you outnumber the parents. That's crazy talk. But anyway, um, take date nights and celebrate the love and the adventures and fun that you have together. Don't wait until your kids are out of the house because that's what my parents did. And my parents got divorced after 33 years of marriage, my senior year. And I think it's because they made their focus so much about me that they weren't looking at each other and remembering who they were as a couple and what brought them together initially. So that's so true. I mean, you think of, I mean, just one kid in the house, that's 18 years of devotion and focus on that one thing. Yeah. Which is great. Don't get me wrong. You have to, but, but Think of the growth and the change that happens in human beings in 18 years mm-hmm. when you're talking about you and your spouse's relationship. Yeah. So if you just have focused on that, you may be in for an unpleasant surprise. Yeah. You're 18 when they go to college. I know it's hard to leave your kids sometimes and maybe go on a couple's trip, you know, just you and your significant other. But in the long run, I am fully convinced that you are you are doing better for your kid by by leaving them behind sometimes right. and taking that time for you and your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last tip is when in doubt, ply your spouse with mimosas. <laughs> and flowers. He and brought flowers. me flowers and I brought this her morning. Flowers. Yes. So yeah. No. And and uh, listen to each other. Listen. Actively listen. I mean, I know that's important for friends and family. You do that with them, but your spouse, that's number one important. You have to engage and listen and hear what they're saying and, and communicate. So, yeah. 
All right, there All you right. go. So that's the end of our episode. Um, we're going to just kind of cut to the chase. Uh, what's most important to me or what I'm thankful for is you. Um, so thank you uh, for being you. Thank you for putting up with me for 25 years. And thank you for wanting to grow with me for 25 years. Well, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. And you stole that. So now I don't. I'm thankful <laughs> for you. Now I'll just end it with some humor. And I'm thankful for mimosas. Oh, there you go. I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. If you did uh, stay with us this whole time, uh, make sure you you like our Facebook page. Uh, let us know if you have any questions with any of our business, personal coaching, keynote Check out our speaking. website. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate your support as always. Hopefully you took a little nugget from this because um, I think there was there were there were nuggets to right. Take. So yes. cheers to you, Dave. Cheers to our audience. Thanks and, for your support yep. and let's, let's go. go.